Welcome to my monthly hot topic on a timely issue in the volunteer field. I'm Susan Ellis, President of Energize Incorporated. This month's title is The Big Merger, Many Unanswered Questions. The merger between the Points of Light Foundation and Hands-On Network has been in the works for many months. All of us in the American volunteerism field have been anxiously awaiting communication about the plans for the merged organization. The new entity clearly has potential for positive impact on our field, and we want to feel connected to what is happening. It was expected that the merger would be announced and explained at the National Conference on Volunteering and in Service held last month in Philadelphia. With 3,000 constituents of the new organization on site, it seemed the perfect opportunity to provide insight about the merger. Instead, the announcement was the last item on the opening plenary agenda. By the time it occurred, the session was 50 minutes over schedule and half of the ballroom had cleared out. The announcement was brief, with very little substantive information, including no presentation of what Hands-On Network actually is, and many in the audience were not familiar with it. When I questioned insiders whether they had had any plans to share more information with people who felt confused or left out, I was told repeatedly that the decision was only hours old, that, quote, the boards are exercising due diligence, close quote, and more details would be announced when the time was right. This left me with more questions than answers. I want to note that the merger has a historical context that might need explanation. And for those of you who would like to understand the evolution of Points of Life Foundation, Hands-On Network, and the Corporation for National Community Service, the three players involved today, I'll provide some highlights at the end of the essay that I'm going to share here. A July 24, 2007 press release that's posted on both the Points of Light and Hands-On websites headlined that the merger, quote, creates world's largest volunteer organization. What does this mean? Is it to be a volunteer organization? or an organization for volunteering. There's a big difference. The release further stated, and I quote, Hands-On Network and the Points of Light Foundation today announced mutual board approval to merge their two organizations. The announcement transforms the landscape of the volunteer sector, creating a network of 370 affiliate organizations covering 83% of the U.S. market. The merger will also create 3 million new volunteers over the next two years, generating an additional 90 million volunteer hours and transforming the landscape of the volunteer sector, according to a joint statement issued by the two organizations today. This verbiage refers entirely to the hands-on affiliates and to volunteer centers, with the implication that they will be the source of more individual volunteers nationwide. But this merger affects many more people than volunteer centers and hands-on affiliates. The ripple effect reaches to all the corners of the volunteer world. And where did the goal of 3 million new volunteers come from? 
Why is simply increasing the numbers of volunteers important when we in volunteer management know the problem is not recruitment, it's limited agency capacity to utilize volunteers effectively? The press release also announced the following targets for the new organization, and again I quote, triple national service member impact resulting in 30 million national service volunteer hours. Create a model to increase corporate volunteering by 10%. Recruit, train, and place 500,000 new volunteer leaders over three years. And triple volunteer placement efficiency through seamless and scale technology tools. Why has the goal of the Corporation for National Community Service about national service found its way into the verbiage here? What's the relationship meant to be between the federal government and the new entity? Between stipended national service participants and unremunerated volunteers? What exactly is meant by 500,000 new volunteer leaders? Is it a reference to organizational volunteer coordinators or to individual active citizens? Can the goal of placement efficiency truly be met by technology tools that are designed mainly to inform and refer prospective volunteers? So these first attempts at joint communication by the two organizations leave me less informed and more concerned when so much is at stake for so many. Points of light and hands-on network come from different perspectives, and it's important to openly recognize and discuss these differences, and then to understand how they will ultimately be reconciled. The Points of Light Foundation and Volunteer Center National Network, its full name, was funded to be the national focal point representative advocate of volunteering in the United States and can best be understood by looking at some of its counterparts around the world, such as Volunteering England and Volunteering Australia. In the last few years, Points of Light became more and more focused on volunteer centers, almost to the exclusion of other programs and services. Yet, unfortunately, too many existing volunteer centers are still weak, ineffective, and woefully under-resourced. Most of the public knows nothing about them and their impact has been minimal. There are indeed some outstanding volunteer centers, but right now a lot of work still needs to be done to reach the enormous potential of what a volunteer center could be in every community. Hands-on Network, formerly called City Cares, originally fought the resistance of local volunteer centers to its new approach to volunteering single days of service on a monthly calendar of events, especially to appeal to younger business people. But despite the organization's roots as an alternative to traditional volunteer service, a look at the current roster shows that the majority of new affiliates are volunteer centers themselves. So a relationship between Points of Light and Hands-On has been percolating from the ground up. The hybrid that results when a volunteer center becomes a hands-on affiliate raises some interesting contradictions of mission. For example, volunteer centers always positioned themselves as neutral go-betweens in referring people to organizations needing volunteers. These people did not consider themselves volunteers for the volunteer center, but for the agency where they ended up. Conversely, in the hands-on model, Volunteers join and identify with hands-on, and then deploy themselves out temporarily to many community agencies. Volunteer centers were meant to support all sorts of volunteering for all sorts of organizations and causes. 
hands-on network is focused on the single-day model mainly and selects specific organizations to receive service. Points of Light's focus is to focus on the United States. Hands-on has been creating affiliates in other countries as well. And so on. This sea of conflicting missions makes it clear why the volunteers in field might wonder what model the new organization wants to pursue. Clarification is much needed. Furthermore, Hands-On Network is privately funded, created its own board, and has a solid single focus. Its main constituents are its affiliates. Therefore, it makes sense that Hands-On discuss the merger mainly with its affiliates. Hands-on folks with whom I've spoken see the merger as recognition, even as vindication, for their form of volunteering. The Points of Light Foundation, however, has a much broader and complex mandate and a range of different constituencies. They receive millions of dollars in government money, several of their board members are appointed by government officials, and Points of Light has a direct relationship with the corporation. The co-sponsorship of the annual conference is but one example. So Points of Light is quasi-governmental, has a roster of paying members and subscribers, and therefore is accountable to others beyond their board of directors. So the two huge unanswered questions are, first, what is being done to examine, reconcile, and then communicate the philosophy and values of the new merged organization? And second, who are the constituents of the merged organization and who, therefore, has the right to hold it accountable for serving the real and not the political needs of the field? So what can you do? Well, there's also a two-page FAQ document that explains some other details. And there, at the very end, is this invitation. Quote, it's too early to announce definitive new programs or initiatives, and we want to have the benefit of input from our affiliates and other partners. We invite everyone to join with us and take this opportunity to help reimagine what's possible. An email box and a blog have been created to capture your ideas and to spark a dialogue over the next few months to inform and shape our goals and implementation plans. And they give the web address of handsonpointsoflight.wordpress.com. As of July 31, only seven comments have been posted, and you have to hunt to find those, none really addressing issues other than praising the old volunteerresources.org. Unfortunately, the wording here of, quote, input from our affiliates and other partners still does not open the discussion to anyone in the United States concerned with volunteer issues, but I'm asking all of you to give input anyway. Please consider posting both a response here and also on handsonpointsoflight.wordpress.com. What do you think? Should the new organization focus on recruiting more volunteers or on building the capacity of organizations to welcome and engage citizens in their work? Do you agree that volunteer centers should be the priority over all the other possible constituencies in the field? How can and should the new organization also involve and serve volunteer program managers? What should happen in communities currently without either a volunteer center or a hands-on affiliate? What is and should be the role of the Corporation for National and Community Service in all of this? What do you think about the strong involvement of political families in the new organization, 
including Neil Bush as chair-elect, the son and brother of two Republican presidents, and Michelle Nunn as CEO, the daughter of retired Democratic Senator Sam Nunn of Georgia, even if this is clearly bipartisan. If we stay silent, we deserve whatever we get. This could be a glorious opportunity to contribute to an important resource for our field. Let's get involved. This hot topic is also available in written format on our website where you are welcome to come and post a response as well as read the comments of other site visitors. Go to www.energizeinc.com or you can respond to this hot topic simply by sending an email to webmaster at energizeinc.com. At our website, you'll also find an archive of hot topics from the last 10 years, as well as over 1,400 pages of free information for leaders of volunteers. Thank you so much for listening so far, and for those of you who would like the historical context of this merger, I'm going to continue for a little bit longer. The merger of the Points of Light Foundation and Hands-On Network has an important historical context. Here are some highlights on the evolution of the three players involved today. First, in 1971, under the Nixon administration, Congress passed legislation that formed a government agency called ACTION to combine Peace Corps, VISTA, RSVP, and some other smaller programs under one roof. The same legislation also gave funds to the National Center for Voluntary Action, founded in 1969 to be the nonprofit, community-based arm of the national push for volunteering. Action experienced various changes over the years, Peace Corps left early, for example, but was most dramatically transformed in 1993 when the Clinton administration renamed it the Corporation for National and Community Service and added AmeriCorps to the stipended service mix. It should also be remembered that one of the key mandates in the 1970s was for all VISTA placements to include the development of a citizen participation or volunteer involvement component. So VISTAs were expected to be volunteer coordinators. When AmeriCorps was initiated in 1994, it took pride in proclaiming that it was a hands-on, no pun intended, program in which Corps members would do direct service work and absolutely would not do administration or organizing. Of course, we've come full circle as David Eisner is now committing to volunteer management goals for all AmeriCorps placements. Meanwhile, in 1979, NCVA merged with a Colorado-based nonprofit called the National Information Center on Volunteerism and by 1990 became the National Volunteer Center. Volunteer centers had had their own independent organization since 1951 called the Association of Volunteer Bureaus, which lost funding and itself merged into the National Volunteer Center, a logical move. Meanwhile, in 1992, under the first Bush administration, the Points of Light Foundation was born. Despite protests to the contrary, it had political roots and acted as if it invented volunteering. The first material produced by Points of Light totally ignored the existence of any other national or local resources, including volunteer centers. In fact, they encourage individuals to, quote, become a Point of Light by finding people in your community who want to make a difference. George Romney was tapped to chair Points of Light, but he was already deeply involved on the board of the National Volunteer Center. 
Legend has it that he announced one day that he would not fundraise for two organizations and insisted that they merge. Six months later, they did. No one in the field was consulted, it just happened, and the new entity took the name Points of Light. Over time, Points of Light itself was written into the legislation funding the corporation, and so its official position as National Focal Point for Volunteering was even further supported. Meanwhile, still, a number of local efforts, notably in Atlanta, began to seek a new way to do volunteering, single days of service on a monthly calendar of events, especially to appeal to younger business people. Also in 1992, they associated under the name City Cares. In 2004, they renamed themselves Hands-On Network. In the beginning, many volunteer centers were highly resistant to the whole episodic concept. So in truth, many City Cares projects were started as alternatives to the traditional forms of volunteering and were something of a protest against local volunteer centers. Yet, since Michelle Nunn became CEO, the majority of new hands-on affiliates are themselves volunteer centers. I hope this gives you a little bit of background on this very complex situation. And again, I welcome you to come to www.energizeinc.com to learn much more about this and other volunteerism issues. Thank you so much for listening.